You are listening to the Baby Sleep Answers Podcast, the podcast that answers all your baby sleep questions, but it's also just your friend in your ear here to let you know it's normal to struggle, it's normal to have anxiety, and it's normal to want to sleep more. A slight sound note about this episode, I usually record these episodes in my brother-in-law's awesome podcasting system, but when I recorded this, we had the stomach bug and I was in my closet and it's kind of hard to hear, so be sure to turn up your volume all the way up. Okay, I'm here with Kelsey, and I'm very, very excited. Um, This is someone who I remember very vividly working with. I remember her joy a lot. And so I asked her if she'd come on the podcast and kind of talk to us about her experience. I actually did not realize it had been so long since we last talked. I was looking at the calendar, trying to find my notes from our meeting, and I couldn't find them. And I realized we we talked back in May of 2020, like plain pandemic. Um, So hi, Kelsey. (laughs) Welcome. Thank you so much for having me. Yes, thank you. Yes, it's been it's been a while. I've had two more kids since then. <laughs> that is so crazy. Um, yeah, so I wanted to ask you about your experience, you know, with sleep overall. And I know you had two kids after that, so you can talk to us about what how you you framed your mindset and how that's changed. Because I remember when we first met, you were very very anxious about sleep, and that's something we focused on in our call. I don't know how I remember that. I remember very few things in my life, <laughs> but I remember a call and just feeling like this is such a lovely person. Um, so yeah, do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself first, just so they can kind yes, of... Yes, yeah. So I, yeah, as you said, I had had uh, tons and tons of sleep problems. My ki- my kid, by the time I got to you, was three years old, or almost three. So I had been working for many, many years on this, <laughs> and I was definitely somebody that was like... Uh, you know, I don't, I don't really want to ask for help. I'll just do all the research and... I mean, three years, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I was, like, very determined. I'm a little bit of a cheapskate, I will admit. Like, I, oh, same. I'm a bit of a penny pitcher. So it was like, I, I, I would look at, I would, I would try and go, like, I can do all the research myself. And I did, I, let me tell you, I tried everything, absolutely everything. And I would just be in tears mm-hmm. with people, like, coming up to me and saying, like, oh, it's, it's easy. Like, I did such and such. And then my kids slept well. And I, I was like, I've literally tried that. And, like, ten times, <laughs> and it's never worked. And I had postpartum depression yeah. super bad with my first. And I would say probably I would probably attribute 80 percent of that to just lack of sleep that was my case too slept for like three years (laughs) (laughs) I hadn't had a full night's sleep I was so I was definitely by the time I got to you I hadn't really realized how emotional that conversation would be like I Mm -hmm. I remember literally talking to you and then just like you said like the like the most innocuous like sweet thing like oh this is really hard and you're doing really well and I just like burst into tears. <laughs> I was so emotional about it I was like I didn't realize this was gonna be like a therapy session. <laughs> so it was like a weight taken off of me because I literally was like oh finally someone understands and uh, it was literally the best investment I ever made oh. in my mothering journey ever. Like it was it was the best thing for him. It was the best thing for me. And um, I literally, like, I don't know how you do it, but it was, like, you literally were able to listen to, like, all my stats and data, and believe me, I've been collecting three years of it, so I told you, like, everything that was I could possibly think of that, like, might have affected his sleep or might be affecting his sleep, and you were like, 
oh, you know, how would you try putting them to bed at this time and waking them up at that time? And I, and I remember thinking even in my head, like, oh, I don't think that's going to work. Like, I don't know if that time is going to work at all. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, I'm going to give it a shot because I've tried everything. And literally within three days, he was a perfect sleeper. Right. Like, I, I was in shock. And I was, I was just... I, I, I've literally become your biggest fan <laughs> every single person. I cannot stop talking about you. I'm like, you've got to talk. you got to see Andrea. <laughs> I don't know how many people I've told, but it's, it's literally changed everything. And then I had, like I said, I had, I've had two kids since him. So I actually called you when I was pregnant with my second. That was one, that was why I was at like that turning point of like, mm-hmm. oh my goodness. I'm going to have two and this one's not sleeping. Like I have to do something. Um, And so um, with that, my second, I followed your course um, and he slept a lot faster. We we got into the groove a lot faster and I wasn't, um, so he was sleeping through the night a lot quicker. Um, I think I did call with one of your, your, um, consultants one of the other people you you work Mm -hmm. with i did like one call with her to just kind of set me straight because i'm like i'm not gonna wait till it's like super bad (laughs) so i think it was like four months at four months or so i got like a call with her to just set me on the right track um of just like what time i should like in the in the baby window sleep times like that that's changed my world because i had i had actually looked at like baby wake windows and stuff before but I don't know if yours are different or <laughs> if you just like know. I think the biggest struggle for me is knowing like, are they undertired or over? That's hard, yeah. <laughs> and you just, I don't know, something about that. You you knew those schedules exactly of like when to try to put them to bed, and it worked so fantastically for my kids. I'm so so glad. So it was, yeah. No, you literally you changed everything. So I'm like huge advocate for that now. And uh, one thing I just really loved about your whole um, course and stuff, too, was just how adaptable it was. Because I had tried the cry out method, yeah. and I couldn't stand it. Like, it was, it just broke my heart and to hear... Yeah, it's not for me, either. Just the crying. It was just not for me. It was, I, I could not do it. Um, and I had tried a really, really gentle method where I'd sit in there for, like, two hours. I'm not kidding. I would do it for two hours, like, every single night, just trying to get my kid to bed. And I was beyond exhausted. And then, he, of course, he'd wake up in the middle of the night. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah. <laughs> just, like... And so it was, like, I just never felt like I could win. And so I was trying to find somewhere in the middle... And I, you had all those like great tips and tricks and ways to like, um, find that way that worked for me and my babies and, uh, what felt good for me. And I just really, I really appreciate it. <laughs> I had actually talked, I had talked to, I think three other, um, um, uh, sleep coaches um, I hadn't done, I hadn't gone through their coaching, but they had sort of initially started and none of their things, their like initial like calls and stuff. Um, I'd done like some free consult, like initial consultations. None of their like tips worked any, like worked at all with any of my kids. Like I never, I never got any help from anybody before. Right. Um, and so I had been kind of, and they're all like super, super expensive. <laughs> yeah. So, 
Yeah. And then they want to work with you for like six months or something like that. <laughs> you sign like, your soul to. Yeah, it's like, and so you're gonna be paying me for the next six months, and we'll try a bunch of things, and maybe it will work. So I like I was blown away with how effective your stuff was. That's awesome. And, and my I've got a six month old now, and we're doing great. Like we're we're on track. He's awesome. already like I can lay him down. He falls asleep, and we're. Taking two-hour naps and <laughs> wow, <laughs> the dream. Right? Yeah, I know the dream, right? We're going through some teething, so we're waking up a little bit at night, but we're gonna get through it. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean but, that's that's like, the biggest thing that, I want people. Just the normal. Yeah, that's the biggest takeaway I want. If anybody who talks to me, you know, client or friend or sister, <laughs> I help my sisters out a lot. Um, just to know that you know struggles are normal. Teething is normal. It doesn't mean you're never going to sleep again. I did want to talk about a little thing that you kind of mentioned is when you reached out when you were at your breaking point. That was when you were pregnant, and you're like, "Oh man, <laughs> what can I have to yes. deal with too?" So I wanted to ask you about that. Like, when did you know you just needed help? Because I'm like you. I I was at a yeah. breaking point, and I didn't reach out for help. I've a, maybe I'm a little bit more cheap and more stubborn than you. I was like, "Nope, I'm not going to pay anybody. <laughs> I'm not going to reach for help. I'm going to do it myself." And that's where you know this whole business came out of. Um, but just kind of share that experience, and just kind of understanding that you can't do it alone you know there's a bit a village and I don't mean like convince other people to work with me I just mean asking for your experience and what it's like to accept that you need outside help as a mother because that's not easy at all no definitely work with you (laughs) (laughs) no I definitely don't want these to be like (laughs) no definitely no I'm definitely with you on that I am very stubborn I am I do know I struggle asking for help um and I do like to research I am like one of those few people that do like to research so I'm like it's okay I've got this I can research it and I can figure it out um but like I said I I did do as much research as I could and I I read all the free materials so it was like I had spent three years reading all the free materials because I was always like oh you know they don't really put that much in there courses um they just pile all the free stuff together (laughs) (laughs) that's what we do (laughs) I don't know and then you and then you pay for it but it's like if you really like spent the time to look through all their instagrams you could probably find all the information and it's not like you held back in any way I actually point people to your instagram just for Mm -hmm. information all the time I have actually saved a bunch of your your posts and stuff that I reference for like different ages (laughs) I go back I'm like oh yes she's like She's saying exactly what I'm going through right now (laughs) for age six months or whatever. But yeah, no, I definitely went through all the research and I, I think there's an aspect of research, but then I realized after talking to you, I didn't really realize it until I'd actually gone through the consultation with you. There is a little bit of a, an intuition that you have. And I think you probably downplay it a little bit because even as somebody who does like researching and I do did all the work and I tried to read all the papers and all the things there's, you have, you have a bit of an intuition about, um, and then I don't know if it's just because you've talked to a whole bunch of people (laughs) and seen the patterns, you know, with so many people, you seem to have a sense of when the kid is probably overtired or undertired. Um, and what's likely maybe causing whether whether to kind of cap the nap or push it a little bit further, 
like I, I had a lot of fear of of tweaking things too much and like completely throwing it off right and so sometimes I I would stick to something that wasn't working <laughs> just because I didn't I didn't know quite what to tweak and so having somebody mm-hmm. there to hold my hand and kind of say it's okay try this and give it you know three days or whatever it, it gave me that confidence to really implement some of the things and so looking back I realized I was just I was just stubborn and I was and instead of just asking for help the relief that I had even just the emotional relief that I had having somebody on my team on my mm-hmm. side um I'm I wish I could say that it I had some sort of big awakening of some sort of sense of like oh no I really you know can't do this on my own I think at some point for me it was just like the timer's up like I'm gonna have to (laughs) right I haven't figured it out like or else if I hadn't if I wasn't going on with another baby I almost think I might have been stubborn enough to be like I'm gonna figure it out but I think it was almost like the timer of the other baby it's like I can't do this it kind of pushed me over the edge in some ways of like, yeah, like I need to, I need that extra help because, I mean, it's been three years. I was like trauma bonding with other moms, <laughs> about, like their kids not sleeping. Like, you you have a lot in common like, with people suddenly. Why are, we, <laughs> why are we trauma bonding? Like, let's actually figure this out for once. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you'd be, uh, most of my mom clients that I see are pregnant. <laughs> That's the only reason yes. they're doing something different. That's and so I promise you, I didn't want you on here just to like be a big marketer for me. I want, I mean, oh, I, I want people. <laughs> to see this podcast and hear that you can reach for help it does not have to be me there's lots of wonderful sleep consultants out there um I just kind of wanted to talk about you know you can reach out for help before you reach that point before you're like okay we're adding someone else um no this is all me trying to promote you you um yeah I mean anybody who's you have all the like I said like all the you have tons and tons of free stuff too on your on your Instagram yeah. like I like I point to people to just to your information all the time as well um because I mean maybe maybe they their kids I do think I had a very um fairly highly sensitive kid um to even just comparing him to some of my other kids that my first child was very very sensitive to environment and change and um, so he was particularly difficult, um, mm-hmm. but like, so maybe somebody for somebody else, it's just like, they do just need that, that free information or just the course. I think the course would have been good for me, was good for me for my second two, but talking to you with the consultation was what I needed definitely for my first. And yeah. I'm glad I went all the way on that one. But, yeah. And I mean, sometimes um, what we did, I mean, what you're talking about that it was so more yeah, therapy than yeah actual logic I mean it took 10 seconds to tell you I think this is what your schedule was I don't know if I downplayed it enough um you're right I do have kind of like an intuition I know what to do but I think the main thing that I do or other safe consultants do and again if anybody listens to it and I don't click with you or you want someone different reach out to me I have a whole network of them this isn't meant to (laughs) convince you to work with me um but I think the important thing is to to take away from that is you need someone to talk to about these things that is outside of your realm I get so yeah. stuck. Everything you say about your kid, that's me right now with my baby girl. I'll be like two weeks trying a schedule, and then yeah. I'll talk to my friend who's a sleep consultant, and she's like, Andrea, yeah. you know she's overtired. <laughs> and I'll be like, yeah. oh, but I can't change things because then, and then she's like, because then what? <laughs> yeah. Right? So we all get stuck yeah. in that mindset of I can do it. I know I should do it. 
and we forget that we can reach out. Sometimes, yes. we, you know, it's, you can't, like, monetarily speaking, but again, as you said, there's lots of free research, free stuff out there. Um, yes. So, yeah, I did have another, a couple more questions. You're an awesome talker, uh, conversationalist, <laughs> I would call you. Um, but what was something that surprised you about yourself through this process of working on your baby's sleep? That's kind of a hard question, so I'll give you some seconds. <laughs> That's a really good question. Um, it was, it, honestly, it's been a humbling experience for me. Um, I do tend to be someone who tries to muscle my way through things. So just the act of having to ask for help and then the relief of experiencing the relief of receiving it has actually changed my life. Um, and not just, I'm not just talking about from you, like even from, I'm talking about like my asking help from my mom, mm-hmm. who is like a baby whisperer in herself, <laughs> in her own right. Um, and from other moms and other, other people feeling that need for other moms and community and other people um, has very much changed my life uh, and has humbled me in many yeah. ways, in the in the best of ways. Apparently it does that to you. Realizing I can't do it alone and that it's okay and that other people are doing the exact same thing and needing that help and that it's there's there's a joy in needing other people and finding community mm-hmm. that it's not I don't know I think we all bring our own baggage to relationships and stuff of wanting to like not need other people because you know whether we've had friendships that haven't gone so well in the past or whatever but it's there's a beauty and healing in community particularly from people who are going through similar things yeah um and mom's there, I laughed about trauma bonding, but sometimes, sometimes we do trauma bond a little bit. Mm-hmm. But like, I, I would, I wasn't somebody that had been around lots of babies and maybe intuitively or naturally really knew what to do because I'd seen it done a million times. So being around other moms and um, realizing what was normal and what wasn't uh, was really, really helpful to me. And I, I really grew from the experience of mom community almost. Yeah. Um, that's great. other people. Yeah, no, that's great. I actually always think about that. I hate small talk. I am so bad at small talk, and I, I'm always like, Ugh, I don't know what to say. I just don't know how to answer a question in two sentences. Like if someone walks by down the street and says, how are you? I stop and tell them, well, I'm actually not that great because my kid is sick and whatever. And like I'm just really bad at it. Um, and something I love about motherhood, parenthood, is that it gives you, like, nobody's expecting a one-word answer when you talk about kids. You're like, mm. how are you sleeping? You don't say bad. You're like, okay. You're like, oh, me yes. too. I was up all night, two, three hours. Um, so it is a beautiful yes. aspect of not suffering together, but yes, suffering together and bonding over helping each other. It's, it's huge. It's really beautiful. Okay. I'm going to let you go to sleep and I'm going to go to sleep. <laughs> um, but I so, so much, so appreciate your time and the friendship kind of that we've built I cannot believe it's been three years since mm. then um and yeah anything else you would like to just kind of put out in the universe through this little podcast I, I would add one other thing I think one thing that actually really inspired me from you um was how much you shared your own 
sleep struggles with your kids, I really, really loved that message of like, it's not about being perfect. And I do, I am somebody that tends to struggle with perfectionism. So the idea of like accepting what, what stage you're at and realizing that we can do all the right things and we can set up the sleep environment well but a lot of my anxiety from the sleep was like trying to do it perfect all Mm -hmm. the time and so like watching you be so open about uh how you know you set up the great sleep environment that you do but then there's still definitely days and seasons and weeks and times where the baby is just teething or the baby is you know going through some sort of food allergy, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, one of those things where it's like, it's sort of out of your control. And so I think embracing some of that imperfection and giving yourself that grace is something that I've really enjoyed watching you model and kind of show up. And I really appreciate that. Um, and something that I'm definitely striving to do. <laughs> <laughs> well, I appreciate that. myself in <laughs> like embracing the imperfections and almost like enjoying the journey or the adventure of it because I definitely like you said I definitely had a lot of anxiety coming into the whole um sleep thing sleep conversation because I was trying to get it perfect and so realizing that I could almost it was almost that piece of like oh okay so I've got the schedules set up and I've got the system set up and we're doing the best we can so anything else is just was going to happen anyway and that, like, let me have so much more peace and be able to let go and not feel as anxious, like, constantly overanalyzing what I could have done better, I guess, in some mm-hmm. ways, and be able to let what is just sit and be. So, anyways. That's awesome. I appreciate that. Thank you. <laughs> I feel awkward. All you're doing is complimenting me, and I'm so bad at compliments. <laughs> like, I just, I, I, I just awkward up and always make a joke and make it. Um, funny. So, but I will just take the compliment and thank you for the advice for listeners. Um, again, thank you so much for your time. It is worth so much and I will see you around Instagram. (laughs) Yes. See you around. Thank you.